all you cats out there, you're tuning in to Smooth Jazz 106.7, where we're keeping it cool. Just kidding, this is why people like anime. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt your broadcast to uh, deliver one hour about anime. One hour of anime from two people that don't know a lot about anime. Two people who... It's like, I feel like we can't mischaracterize <laughs> our standing on anime. I feel like we always kind of like tiptoe around it. Because we can't, we can't necessarily say like... From two people who don't like anime. Well, we don't. Because we we don't don't like anime. Yeah. We don't know a lot about anime. True. We we've definitely discovered a whole world that we weren't privy to before starting this podcast. We're certainly uh, becoming more and more aware of why do people like anime? Yeah. Which is the name of the so podcast? It's almost, it's almost as if we knew going into it that that would be the question. That would be the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm John Hill. Who the hell are you? I'm Julie. And together we are John and Julie. <laughs> John and Julie. If for those, yeah, for those, this is your first episode for whatever reason. Yeah, we watch anime that we haven't seen before or we haven't seen in a long time. And we talk about it, talk about whether we liked it, whether people will would like it. This is a different and, uh, perspective, you know, than your normal anime fan who's grown up watching anime. It's not one wall scroll in this house. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> Neither of us have ever owned, like, a Naruto headband. Right. We were always on the the outer rim of anime. We were... And, and we're going in. Yeah. We're going into the... the however many layers of hell this is like uh how many layers is there in dante's hell seven yeah we're in like i would say we're in maybe like the fifth layer of hell <laughs> we've, we've we've reached the fifth layer of hell i was gonna go with a uh like a born again christian oh yeah metaphor we've, we've seen the light yeah <laughs> we hit rock bottom and now we're we, we we're Born again Christians. And Shinji's and being, arms reached out and grabbed you. Yeah, being ultra righteous to all of our our friends about our new lives. Yeah. Well, well, I feel like we're trying to figure out if you can be like a the word I want to use here is normal person. Ooh. Can you live? Can you just like? Can normie? you? What? A normie. Can you simultaneously be kind of normal in your day to day, but also know a lot about anime? I don't know. I don't can, think so. Like. Maybe. At what is the threshold for that? You know what I'm saying? What is, I mean. Don't you feel like there's some people that cross over into this, like, this is part of their identity? This is something I've been thinking about lately is, like, you know how people are like, football is part of my identity now. Yeah. Or, like, whatever, it's part of my identity. Anime is part of my identity. And, like, those are the people that you just, like, go to for that thing right and it's not necessarily a bad like negative connotation it can be period but <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't always have to be yeah and i feel like it can be for anything not just anime i'm not just ragging on anime fans right now okay um so but if you're like the sports guy if you're the sports guy and and literally like if you're sitting with the sports guy at the party and you try to talk to him about literally anything else like uh so what kind of music you listen to and he's like i don't really listen to music <laughs> it's like uh i mean i think above all else you just don't want to be like a punisher about it right yeah like that's that's really the barometer is like you know i i think i think most people in my life that are really into anime it never really crosses over into like our conversation usually because we're at least interested in other stuff i think uh, yeah, I, I'm just very curious about when it crosses over into like an identity for people. Yeah. And um Well, what's the difference is is a normal person a normie? Uh Because saying that out loud, I think they're sort of different. Yeah, no, it's different in the fact that like if you're a normie then like you don't you don't really dig deep into anything. There's like an active sort of uh You don't have like passions and deep yeah. interests beyond like kind of surface level things you're like uh they are living in surface reality <laughs> you're they're fine with it your your interests are like uh i don't know finding a great new like mexican place yeah 
There's nothing wrong with that, but that's sort Sh- of... Sharing, sharing doggo memes with your friends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hey, who am I to say you're not happy? You know what I'm saying? Telling everyone you haven't found a great uh, sushi place yet in New York City. <laughs> Shopping at Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah. Exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Are we painting a picture? Do, does everyone understand... Raise your cane if you don't understand what we're talking about at this point. Raise your spork. Raise, <laughs> raise your spork. Do you, do you, have you ever read like the uh, what? like the the old school copy paste uh, like Invader Zim? I think it was it was like either like a 4chan post or like a Gaia post. Let me let me find it real quick here. Go. Please vamp, Man, vamp we, about something. I'll hear. I'll, I'll I'll riff about how you should leave us a five star review on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Why Do People Like Anime. I've re- I've reached out to a lot of other anime podcasts, and I've, I hope that they've uh, they've all kind of reciprocated. There's like a little happy family of anime podcasts, and it's like we've been accepted into the fold. So, and we'll see how it goes. But if if you really want to help the podcast, just leave us a five star review on iTunes. It helps a lot. Thanks, John. Have you figured out the spork reference? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a post on uh, it was a post on 4chan from some uh, person who identified themselves as a random thirteen year old girl named Katie, and it was like, "Hi everyone, I'm new." Holds up spork. My name is Katie, but you can call me Te Penguin of Doom. <laughs> Exclamation! LOL. As you can see, I'm very random. That's why I came here to meet random people like me. Then, like the emoticon that was like the the up like the the arrow up the down <laughs> fuck why can't i i'm 13 years old i'm mature for my age though mm. uh and that goes on wow man that was what's her name rebecca katie katie the pe- <laughs> te penguin of doom right i don't know why i remember that wait te as in t-e-h so for a long time my username was tess moo yeah so you know I, I listen. I, feel I like, was once a normie myself. Well, I feel like I understand. I feel like freshman Julie spoke a, like just like a, a smidge. There was like a smidge of remnants of that. Yeah. Like I, I was curious <laughs> about the the greater world, but I had no tools to explore. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like you used like XD for the longest time. I did. Yeah. Which, which I which was very endearing, and I think. Listen, I had an emo phase just like everybody made else. Me made me really like you very immediately. Really? Because yeah. I used XD. Used XD, and you. It was very. It was very sincere. It was sincere. You'd say, you would say. I like, still use it sometimes. You'd say like. I don't think you would say say like T E H instead of the. But like. No. It was. It was. There's. I forget. I can't. I can't point to one thing, but it was close. So yeah, I really, I really roped you in with my XD emoticon endings. It was, it was very. It was very sincere. It was. I was like. Man. Sometimes it was XP. Yeah, that was another one. Man. Depends on how goof how goofy you're trying to be. True. I feel like we're exposing too much about me now. Sorry. And uh, let's get to the matter at hand. You can you can expose something about me by the end of it. All right, John got a chest tattoo today. I did yesterday. I did, and he has it today. I do, and he'll have it forever. I will. <laughs> it's a dragon. It's a it's a big dragon. It's a dragon. It doesn't have color yet, but it's pretty cool. And it will maybe shortly. We'll, maybe we'll share it. It's my it's my anime point. tattoo. I mean, it is like. Has there honestly, been a, I feel like your virtual self tattoo is more like an anime tattoo. Uh, the, uh, it, it, the virtual self tattoo is definitely my anime tattoo. Virtual self, for people who don't know, is an EDM project, project. by Porter Robinson. I was like, do you call EDM a, a band? Yeah. No. Okay. It it draws <laughs> it draws heavily from uh 2000s anime and like Linkin Park Matrix stuff. Yeah, that's how you discovered uh Serial Experiments Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you used a remix of the intro song and visuals. And visuals and my friend Jonathan after we saw the show mentioned it to me. And so it was sort of in the back of my head after that. He he samples a lot of kind of anime sounds. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, check out Virtual Self. John John liked it so much. I got a tattoo. He got on my a tattoo arm. on his arm about it. You know what? I I really liked and might get tattooed on my arm. Hmm. The anime we watched this week. Yeah. Haven't you heard? Dot dot dot. I'm Sakamoto. No, I wouldn't get a, a Sakamoto tattoo. Also that was, that was a bad known segue. as Sakamoto. 
Desuga, which is probably what I'll put on the the thing because it's shorter <laughs> on the title card for this episode. Yeah, this was my pick. This was why was this my pick? Uh, why was it? I'm asking uh, hey, myself. Hey, I'm I'm the I'm the interviewer here. All right. <laughs> Listen, so, I can so, ask hey, the questions. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Uh, Julie, why was this your pick for this week? I feel like I looked up. I man, there was a period where I was just like finding stuff on lists that I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Let's try this. Yeah, I feel like it must have been on a funny anime list. Funniest anime of funny underrated animators or something like that. So this is kind of a strange one. And I was thinking about it. It reminds me a little tiny bit of the only manga I've ever read, uh, Yotsuba. Yeah. It's structured very similar. You haven't read Yotsuba, right? No, but But I've put it in the house. I've I've flipped through it. Yeah. So Yotsuba is about like a little girl and her dad kind of having these little adventures, but they're never like too outrageous. I believe it, would, heartwarming. believe it would fall into the uh, slice of life category. <laughs> there was a good hand motion. Slicing action yeah. for slice of life. Yeah. Fruit Ninja has nothing on me. It's like, yeah, it is totally slice. Yotsuba is totally slice of life. Yeah. Like they, it's usually like, oh, we're making you a dress or we're going to the park and going to meet some dogs how kind did, of thing. How did Yotsuba come to be the like the only manga you had or read? It was recommended to me and given to me by a friend that really liked anime. Because, like, Yotsubo was, like, the mascot of 4chan. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's strange. Yeah, and I was like, Julie, Julie never went on 4chan. Like, no. what the hell? Was it because she's, like, a cute child? Yeah, because she has green with, hair. With a attitude? Yeah. Okay. Green hair. The 4chan logo is green. Okay. So, I don't like that. <laughs> so I, I always associated it with that. I really don't like that. Sorry. Because like, you know, it was like, oh, when your friends are trying to get you to get into manga and anime and they're like, no, you re- you'll like this one for sure. Yeah. And I was like, I did like this one and it was easy to read. But anyway, Sakamoto is structured kind of similarly in that it's like these little vignettes. Yeah. But- Instead of a, a small girl, it's about a very cool, so cool, so slick, so smooth um, the, high school boy. <laughs> the coolest high schooler that ever lived. I feel like Sakamoto is almost an amalgamation. Have you ever you ever read like when people post on Facebook where it's like an atheist teacher gave a lesson and blah, 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 and one Marine student <laughs> stuck his hand up. And out and outsmarted him at every turn, and that student's name was <laughs> Albert Einstein. <laughs> like, like these, like weird, uh, these internet stories about that are clearly made up or clearly didn't happen. Right. But what would it look like if the teenager in all of those stories was real? Was that cool? Everyone liked him. This is the thing, though. He's not cool. Everyone just perceives him as cool well, and attractive because the things he does aren't necessarily <laughs> what I would think of as cool because they <laughs> contrast him with these like, you know, bad boy types that like pranksters and, and class clowns. And dopes. A He's, bunch of dopes. And he just makes them look like fools. Um, and all the girls love him. Yeah. Period. <laughs> this was the funniest anime I think I've I've watched so far. Yeah. No. There by was some a country mile. There were some some good good bits. Yeah. Definitely in the beginning. The first, I think, the first episode was just kind of incredible with all of like the the setup and just like the gags. There's just like a lot of really good kind of visual gags and slapstick humor i think in a in that i think anime is generally pretty good at but doesn't necessarily fully lean into that for its source of humor it it feels like a parody too because the way that it's structured is like a an action anime but it's about like the most simple things you could imagine in a high school setting because like for instance he there's all these like 
kind of battle moments in the show where he has to use his secret technique, which, you know, he's got to announce. And there's the screen with him with the text and everything. Yeah. Which at whatever his secret technique is for that moment. But it's always something dumb. <laughs> it's always ridiculous or inane or yeah. like, like subterfuge too. Like, for instance, a good, a good one at the beginning is uh, everyone saying he's moving. There's a small fire happening <laughs> in an upstairs room where they're like locked in him and these bad boy characters. Yeah. And they're like, he's creating a, a small wind tunnel with his movements. <laughs> Yeah, he's like jumping back and forth on his feet. Yeah. Doing his special technique, which they all get kind of jealous of and they start copying him. Yeah, and they're like, everyone try like you have to do this technique. And so but what it really does is it uh it alerts the teacher downstairs to come up there. Yeah, he's basically like stomping on the ground so that a teacher comes up and they're all like standing around this small fire and like swinging their arms around and stomping on the ground being ridiculous it's uh yeah there's that one there's one where he is fighting a bee that flies in the class the bee one um and he he uses like chopsticks against it or like pencils i think pencils he's got he's got some small needle i think that he duels with the bee Oh yeah. I forget what it was. It might have been a chopstick. It's something and he and he he like parries the bee's stinger over and over. Yeah. And for his final move, he he picks the bee up like like he's holding chopsticks and just like puts him outside. He just he just calmly like lets it out. He doesn't kill the <laughs> bee or anything. He just lets it go. Sakamoto, lover of animals. Yeah. It's it's a it's an undercurrent that kind of runs through where he's taking care of like the bird or Yeah. But the thing is, he's totally a nerd. Yeah. 100%. He's not, he's not cool, but this is a reality where he- like, Everything he, he does is cool. Everything he does is cool somehow. I mean, he's he. Uh, no one ever gets like the upper hand on him. Right. That's, which that's is like, kind the of main like the main thing. So, everyone's trying to catch him with his pants down. And, and he's, he's impossible to prank or to get one over on or like beat in- whatever in literally anything yeah even in things that you wouldn't even imagine would be a competition and so each episode is like structured around uh like for instance there's the girl who's trying to catch his attention because you know all the (laughs) girls love him pure like first of all and this one girl it's like all about her i think her name's Ina. yeah she's like trying to catch his eyes and he's like somehow looking through her to like write on the chalkboard and there's a good visual gag where she's like i have to sit on his non-dominant hand side oh my god he's ambidextrous he's like <laughs> she can't get close expanding. to him she can't get close to him good visual gags yeah simple humor it's, but effective yeah i mean it, it it's uh it's totally ridiculous and it never like shoots above its like wait it does it kind of exactly what it needs to do i don't think it ever kind of uh it's like let's make the funniest show possible around this this sort of dorky character who (laughs) is in no way like no one ever calls him a nerd or anything like that he's just like the coolest person that's like even stuff like him coming to school (laughs) and pulling in his his bags gets gets a uh an entire crowd around him to cheer him on. And he's got to like put it to the, like he's never late. He's always showing up right before they close the gate. Yeah. To to like, and it kind of annoys the disciplinary gym teacher guy. Yeah. Because he wants to, he wants to discipline Sakamoto, but he's too perfect. He's too perfect and he can't get anything to get him with. It's also really funny that he has a heart, I would say, right? But it's, it's not easily accessible to most people like i think you know if you ask if if one of the characters asks him for help he'll help but in like a very weird way yes which is also really funny so he's got this main friend character who i'm forgetting his name right now but he's kind of like a little chubby guy who's kind of effeminate and the bullies keep stealing his money and he asks sakamoto for help 
And Sakamoto was like, you need money? Well, we should get a job then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, if you're giving away all your money, like, instead of fighting the bullies for him, it's, it's like, very roundabout. It's like he's trying to teach his friend to like stand up for himself and yeah. like feel value in his his position his work through getting a little part-time job but and i think he says something sassy to him at the end yeah i can't remember what he it, but it's like you know he's like he he ends up just walking away and he's like oh you're not gonna you're not gonna <laughs> fight this guy it's like no i think yeah. you, you're standing up for yourself fine <laughs> Simple things. He's cold. He's cool. He's collected. He's thoughtful. He's, he's sincere. He's kind. <laughs> he just he just never lets it. He never makes it apparent when he's doing something caring. So when he does something caring, selfless. It, yeah, giving. Because even a, when a he does, even when he does fight people, he still, uh, you know, because all of these kind of bully characters sort of level up, and he has to sort of deal with them each one by one. But he ends up friends with all of them because he ends up trying to help them in some way. <laughs> he helps them become better versions of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's there's just like some fun like when the uh when the gym teacher's trying to catch him uh screwing off or whatever, he goes and hang like uh Sakamoto hangs out with the bullies and so the gym teacher rounds the corner and sees him <laughs> what looks like to be like them smoking cigarettes. He rounds the corner and they're all s- blowing bubbles he's like got them all blowing bubbles instead of smoking cigarettes <laughs> boy's like wow i'm so glad i traded cigarettes for bubbles and then sakamoto's blowing these huge bubbles and, and blowing like jumping in them and, and blowing a bubble into himself yeah yeah it's just it's just stuff like that where he's good at everything in a really ridiculous way there were some things that I just thought, like, if you saw that in school, like, it would never be perceived as cool. But he's got this sort of effect on people, this sort of air about him. That's perfect. <laughs> what, what do you mean? You're saying riding, like, the uh, the janitor trolley or whatever down the hallway like a Segway wouldn't be cool? Yeah, he, jump, he jumps into this, like, mop press. <laughs> yeah, is that someone, what they're called <laughs> something someone pushes it to it like tries to hit him with it there's a ghost that's trying to get his attention it's just ridiculous little things everyone's trying to trying to trying to get to figure out what sakamoto's deal is basically yeah and he never lets them he's very mysterious it's like where did he come from some school we've never heard of i mean it is like a slice of life anime it's just done so in a very Everything's super exaggerated and just ridiculous, and but it has. I feel like the slice of life anime has has sort of a a nice kind of flow to it, where it's not super overbearing and like yeah, like there's it's vignettes over plot details and stuff. Yeah, but it's also it's also just a character study. Like it's it's everyone's interaction in this whole class basically with Sakamoto. Like, even um, the kid's mom, there's, like, two whole episodes dedicated to his best friend's mom who's obsessed with him. Yeah. That's got some funny sequences. He's like, please, can you uh, not, like, avoid my mom if she comes in because she's in love with you? (laughs) And there's, like, a crazy hunt sequence where he's, like, hiding on the ceiling, in the walls, Like, rolled up, rolled up in the rug. Yeah, uh, yeah, untraceable. I don't know if it's a character study. I mean, it's about it's. I guess it's sort of about the other characters at the school more so than him. He's mm-hmm. like a. He's not really a per. He's a person, but he's not. You know, like I, he never. There's never any arc. Obviously, he just sort of exists and just kind of makes everybody into better versions of themselves or helps them see things that are sort of going on and everything. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Yoshinobu. Yeah is his little friend and his mom who's got two whole episodes that it and they don't show her in a necessarily bad light but yeah it it is more about how a character sort of deals with this with something and Sakamoto's there to yeah to kind of assist or whatever yeah everyone's the uh like the Frank Grimes to but without you know going crazy or anything remember that episode of the Simpsons no where where there's the very normal guy who starts working at the power plant and he's he's just like really annoyed by Homer and 
tries to get him fired and everything but they're uh he, he goes to dinner at their house and like he's like wait your son owns a a factory and your wife is just cooking beautiful dinners and homer's like yeah isn't every family like this <laughs> like the whole episode's about how ridiculous it would be if if like a regular person a normal okay i see i see <laughs> one of them where he's he's looking at like the they're like wall of photos and he's like you've been to australia and in <laughs> space and homer's like yeah you've never been <laughs> oh man yeah i know that this does ring a bell yeah i don't know sakamoto is interesting because it's like he's treated like he's magical or something yeah but he's not really magical he's just trying to he's just thoughtful and pays attention to what people are like need yeah i mean he's uh They're, it's very sweet yeah it's yeah, it's not literal magic. It's just uh really kind of ridiculous stuff where someone will will try and take his like chair away in in like a gotcha moment and then suddenly he's just like sitting like the the chair's still there. Yeah. And the whole crowd and like the whole class goes wild. All the girls go wild. Yeah, no, he he never gets caught looking dumb. If anything, the things that <laughs> should deter him make him look even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah than he was like there's like a marathon episode where some kid ties his shoelaces together and so he runs like a cheetah yeah <laughs> with his arms and legs everyone's and like he's still, whoa and he's still faster than everybody yeah i mean yeah so i did so i did look up something for this anime but i will put a a, a mild spoiler here here Definitely check this out if you're interested in it at this point. It's on Crunchyroll. It's really funny. And it's at least humorous. at least look up the uh the bits. The, <laughs> the I'm sure there's compilations on YouTube of the funniest moments. Yeah, yeah. If you were to type that in. Yeah, I don't I don't think you'd be really missing much. I mean the story is nice, but the, there, there's the some funny nice bits moments. are Yeah. Are what we're here for. Yeah. Um, so what'd you look up? So spoiler, Sakamoto leaves at the end of the year, kind of mysteriously. As he arrived, he leaves. And the last episode's very heartwarming. Him gives he gives this impassioned graduation speech. Well, the second and, to last episode. Yeah, he gives us. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. But basically, the series ends on episode twelve with the class tries to get him one more time, and they're all crying. And he says the line and he goes, <laughs> he says, he says, the title of the show. he says that he's going to some American school to do like a space program for NASA Yeah, to go to Mars or something like that. So the fan theory for this is, which I quite like, the fan theory is, there's two. He's Elon Musk. So we kept saying, is he an alien, right? But the kind of big theory is that he's dying oh and so there's all these little things especially in the in the manga apparently that kind of imply that he's he might like low-key be dying and this might be like his last year right you know how like people are like you have a year to live and you're like okay yeah what would i do i would be the coolest guy in high school <laughs> but it's it's kind of explains why he never lets any of the girls get particularly close to him mm. And why he makes up this elaborate reason to disappear from everyone's lives and kind of his actions throughout the show. Yeah, right. It's kind it's kind of makes it a little more interesting, I think, if you think of it like he's dying. Yeah. And when so he, the, it last is, the show is weirdly kind of framed like that. I was sort of in the back of my head kind of expecting there to be some kind of tragedy or just general really bad thing to happen in the show right so that's sort of one theory the other one is that he's just a spy (laughs) (laughs) an american spy (laughs) that's funny too i I don't buy that as much i kind of much prefer the the idea that he's sick or got some sort of i don't know time line He's got some pretty cool moves for a terminal, terminally <laughs> yeah. sick guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was... Uh, I want to make sure I get everything of this, uh, the points made for this theory. 
Yeah. There's this one character, Sarah, who wants to kind of outdo him and be like the most popular kid in school. And the way he does it is is sort of becomes like the mega class clown. And so he uh, there's a there's a point in the show where he, he it's when the bee comes in and mm. and all the students are like taking their clothes off to like all the male students are taking their clothes off to avoid it. Um, and so he is resistant to it, eventually does, and he has sort of bee-colored underwear. And so it's funny. And then, you know, Sakamoto deals with the bee. And then at that point, for the rest of the show, he's just in his underwear the whole time and no character ever makes any note of it. <laughs> and he's just lounging around and just being a, a goofball in the show. Yeah. Just no shirt, no pants, just hanging out. And even like, even when the episode is not about him, he'll just be like in the background of the school, like yeah. going to class, just walking around. Like it's it's like uh, I like when I like when cartoons, anime, video games, or whatever make the characters still inhabit the world, even though even when they're not in it. You know, like if you're if if it's like Hey Arnold. And the episode's about Gerald. You'll still see Helga like walk down the hallway with Phoebe or something, mm. stuff like that, as opposed to just having a bunch of generic characters. Yeah. What's the uh? What's what's the what's the final part of this theory? I. It's mostly just like so. In the very last episode, he so he he never lets anybody in on his personal life. Like you never know like who Sakamoto's parents are. He's from this strange school it's like it's all very hidden and he's very surface level yeah but i think it's implied that his best friend might have a better understanding because the very last episode is (laughs) it's like previews for the sakamoto movie (laughs) we can talk about but then it kind of goes into the an actual episode where it's like, well, where is what Sakamoto, Sakamoto actually doing? And then everyone's kind of imagining stuff. And they're like actually imagining him like at NASA with the Americans, which is hilarious. The yeah. sequence with the Americans. It's like every cliche that an anime could put, could make about Americans. All the Americans look weird as hell. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's all reflections of the regular classmates. Right. And they go through basically the first episode over again. Right. Except with American changes. So there's there's a joke. There's a bit where he goes to the bathroom and the bullies try and throw a bucket of water at him. And in the original, he has an umbrella to cover him. And in the American version, he's like in a wetsuit and is like going and He's surfing. got a surfboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of an eraser dropping on his head, it's a hot dog. <laughs> You know, just American stuff. USA stuff, baby. Instead of him chilling on the windowsill all sexy-like, he uh, sits like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you know, just just some, just, some classic jokes. <laughs> just just uh, impresses the class so much. Yeah, but so... Um, oh, I already forgot his name. His best friend has kind of the last idea of what he's doing, and it's him going to space Yeah, on like a rocket ship. And that's kind of seen as him, you know, leaving the earth, <laughs> you know, into the unknown. Yeah. Bring so it. it's it's like, you know, he it's like, oh, we want to think of him as getting on the rocket ship and leaving. But like, maybe he's actually like in the hospital, like dying. Yeah. And he doesn't want people to see it. And it's all about living. Like, what would you do if you wanted to live life to the fullest? Right. Like, wouldn't you just want things to be better for the people around you? Sure, it'd be sad if he was dying. Yeah, I mean, it makes it kind of sad, but it's kind of, I think it makes it more interesting. Yeah. Because it is very, I do think it's open-ended in that way where you can kind of go, like, you can go the alien route, you can go the he's dying route, you can just take it at face value that, like, maybe he did go to an American school because he was hella smart. Yeah. (laughs) It's so cool. Oh, he's guy so around. Cool. <laughs> I feel like the underrated hero of this show was the music. Oh, the music rocked. It, uh, <laughs> it's like smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. At every it, opportunity. It anytime a comedy bit hits, it's the right kind of music, and it's always it bolsters the rest of the show. Yeah, the music was was really funny. Everything about the show sort of uh, I don't know, like it it felt very anime, but at the same time very not anime. Mm. If that makes it like that's totally. 
I could imagine watching this like Sunday morning cartoon style. This could this could definitely be like a Nickelodeon anime, I think. Yeah. If they ever just, did anime. Just like something that like comes on and it's like, what's what's Sakamoto getting up to today? And Yeah. You know, there's like a little bit of a message, but there's also the the, you know, how's he gonna outsmart everybody today? Yeah, how's he gonna avoid the embarrassment or eventually help the character who's trying to get one over on him and eventually uh yeah, he ha- he has the there's one character who's sort of like his foil, who's like this blonde kid who's who's kind of like the the leader to some extent of like the bullies and stuff. Mm. And like he he starts trying to get one over on him and it's it leads to a fight it's called what uh push sumo. Right. Well, it's it was supposed to be a regular fight, but a, a yeah, police officer, and then a, shows, a police up. officer shows up, and so they're like, "No, we're playing a game." And the cop is like, "Oh yeah, I played that game all the time when I was a kid." And so they're so they keep trying to like push each other, but then uh, Sakamoto pulls out his his super special move, where it, it's like raining at the time, so he, he looks like he's like absorbing lightning or something. Yeah. But really, it turns out he's hailing a cab to throw the kid in. Yeah, yeah. Because it, he's obviously not going to give up. Yeah. But it's also raining, and he's he doesn't want him to catch cold or something. Yeah. I feel kind of bad re uh, retelling everything from the show because it just it just sort of ends up because all these things are really funny, and they're they're a lot funnier than what I'm explaining. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I would I would recommend everyone. This this is a uh, this is a first time first time podcast event where if you're if any of this sounds good <laughs> just pause this episode and go watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I w- I do feel like we're just like spoiling the good parts, but I also feel like we don't do it justice because there's so much in the voice acting yeah, the voice, and yeah. sort of how it's set up. It's just good comedy timing. Yeah. I think. And it, it's also great parody because like all of these like crazy action sequences with special moves and <laughs> yeah, like all this intense inner monologue from the characters feels very anime, but it's set in this slice of lifestyle. <laughs> I would I would say that what would be like the second funniest anime we've seen aside from this? I feel like I laughed a lot during Yuri on Ice and Fruits Basket, and yeah, I, I feel love like we, Hina. we went through a lot of like not not super funny ones. I feel like Orin Host Club was supposed to be funny, and Love Hina was supposed to be funny. But they were just kind of bad. But it's it was a totally different type of humor. Well, yeah, just yeah. I think I think that's sort of that's the thing. I oh, think. Oh, um, Devil was a part timer was also really. Funny. Oh yeah, that was yeah. I'd probably say that was the second funniest thing and maybe because it's uh i don't know the humor sensibilities in both those things are sort of closer to i don't know just generally like what i'm into it it reminds me of like well it doesn't remind me of but it's like when people either like british humor or they don't yeah it's kind of the same thing like i don't know what you call this style of humor i'm sure there's some technical term for it like the uh like the humor of this or the humor of like Oran host club well they're they're different is what what i mean there's like and the only way i can think of it is like american humor versus british humor and some people really like british humor and monty python and all that and some people don't like they just like think it's stupid it's the same reason why we like this and not i feel like I feel like the the love Hina humor is almost. Uh, I feel like that's just kind of a placeholder humor. Like I feel like the the most the usual kind of humor in anime is that kind of perverted situation. Hmm. Character says something creepy or weird, and then gets yelled at for it, and that's like the joke. And I feel like that kind of that shows up in like like Inuasha sometimes and yeah, it's just interesting to me because I thought this anime was gonna get tiring too because it is like the same gag over and over again. Yeah, and it is very much like okay, what's what's the gag gonna be now? <laughs> How, what's he gonna be able to do this time right. to, to get out of this situation? 
And it's it's a little repetitive in that. And I do think it was like a little bit like turn it on and eat dinner and not pay too close attention to what's happening. It was like easy, easy jazz. Yeah. <laughs> easy listening. But I mean, I would even say like this, they, they spaced it out enough so it wasn't just like an episode full of gags and then, you know, another episode full of gags. It was, I, I like the... There's a, I feel like there's like a solid variety of the vignettes where, you know, there one, it's like, oh, this girl's, this girl found a ghost. Let's see what this is about. And yeah. so they, they add some of the gags in and then, um, but it was literally repetitive at some times to bring it back to the last episode. They were like, oh, we ran out of content, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Let's do a pre, like a, oh, we didn't hit our allotted 13 episodes. Yeah. So they they split it up into the first half as them like basically rewatching their the characters' view of the season. Yeah, but it's the same content. Like and we basically just skipped it because once we realized it was just yeah, we went to the halfway point like the rehashing things like that one even galleon episode, and then it becomes a poem by Ray. Right, right. You're like, oh, is this the recap episode? I'm good. Like I'm good. It's weird how like the the clip show was a uh, was like a tried and true sort of thing that would show up in cartoons a lot. Yeah, this did feel like it was meant to be on TV in that way. Yeah, where like each episode didn't necessarily have to connect, and there was a lot of like rehashing of things to make sure you're on in line for what's about to happen. Yeah, you have all the information you need in each episode. Yeah, <laughs> but. The American bits was at the the very end was a nice surprise. Yeah, who's the coolest kid in your high school? Well, that's the thing. I think this whole series is trying to discuss like, well, what is it to be cool? Because there's the delinquents who are smoking cigarettes and skipping class, and maybe that's cool. Maybe that's like considered cool. But what if the kid that finished early? And took care of the birds. Yeah, no. And <laughs> no one thinks the bullies are cool. They they just sort of they think they're dumb and mostly in, inconsequential or inefficient at what they do. I I feel like this is kind of unrelated, but I feel like we kind of thought he was an alien because it seemed like everyone was kind of telling him like this is what's expected in this situation, and he would like try to roll with it that way. Yeah, like there's. A karaoke scene where they're like, you're supposed to sing loud. And he's like, okay. But he like sings like an opera song. Right. And it kind of seems like, what's the movie? It's like E.T. or something where they're like, no, do this instead. And it's like, oh, not like that. Yeah. You're like, you're supposed to sip the soup. Right. And you like pick up the bowl and sip it. It's like, well. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's, that, like a, it's on the tip of, of my tongue. It's like when an alien comes and you have to teach it. Gotta show it. Human things. Human stuff. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. It was like he knew, he kind of knew like customs, but he was learning as he was going type of thing. Yeah. But it was making everything better. That's definitely a show or something that we've seen. Man, that would be such a good sketch, like the, the teaching aliens to like do human stuff, but it's like the alien from Alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... No, you got to put the shirt on this way. <laughs> you can't just go outside naked. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just like. What are you doing? No, you got you to take your backpack to school. <laughs> it's just, just like, like a, fucking... a, a little kid teaching alien to. Yeah, the alien's just like. <sighs> <laughs> it just gets on the school bus and everyone's scared. Yeah. It's like, you got to introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay the bus fare. <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that. So there was like a little bit of that where it was like, oh, he's he's not from here, but he's, he's accommodating more than most people would. He goes out to help everybody. Yeah. Tall and small and old and young and- He just knows a lot. Mean and- But yeah, I think it's supposed to be like, well, what is cool? Like really, really, what does it even mean to be cool? Yeah. Because I would say I was not- cool in high school but there was definitely people that like i had my 
my group or whatever. Yeah. And because because I stuck with these people, it was like they kind of understood who I was and Right. And it was I wasn't necessarily trying to impress like the obvious preppy teacher's pet types that uh they all got in trouble. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just remembering this now. There was a massive food fight right at the end of my senior year that was started by the preppy kids. And it was like they wanted, this is like the worst thing. This is like, this is like the sad stories of the suburbs. They started this food fight because they wanted to have some sort of memorable senior prank, I think. Yeah. But, and it was kind of like people had left class to go to that lunch period so that they could be there for the food fight. Those that knew about it. And they were all in, like, student council and, sh- and shit like that, like, in with the teachers. Yeah. And apparently they even asked the teachers and the teachers told them, absolutely not. Like, no. Like, even the security, they knew the security officer and he told them not to do it either. So there's this huge food fight. The fire alarm gets pulled and everyone gets evacuated and people are covered in food. <laughs> the fucked up part about it was... They picked the lunch that all of the special needs kids were in. So they all got... And so all of these special needs kids were completely freaked out Jesus by Christ. this occurrence. <laughs> it's horrible. And it was like, you know, like some some kids, if like something like that happens, they never want to go to the cafeteria again. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Even, so they all got in... I don't like, think I would want to go to the cafeteria again. They all got in huge trouble and they couldn't go to... They couldn't go to prom. <laughs> they couldn't go to graduation. Like tons of them. That's awesome. And it, they were all like the the supposed. Like some of them got out of it, of course, because it was like, oh, who started the food fight? Yeah, and type the of thing. And the, the fall guy had to take it as opposed. But there to, was like so many of them that apologized and like had to do this yeah. like big school apology, and it was horrible. Yeah. But those were like supposedly the two the cool kids. Yeah. But then there's like the weird kids. They're kind of cool. Like the guitar kids. <laughs> right. But they're kind of like smoking cigarettes like just outside of school lines. I don't I don't think we really had those kids. I mean, I guess I was it was me. Were you cool? Well, I was I, I would probably fill that role of like guitar kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that for you. Yeah. Where like you don't really have like a club you go to. But yeah, you no, like really like guitar class. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh I think I got along with like like pretty much everyone at school. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to think about. But but yeah, like I was, you know, I was in a screamo. And... Were you Sakamoto? No. <laughs> I was nowhere as cool. No, I mean, I don't know, like I guess I guess there were there was like a, a cool kid group at school. Huh. There was this girl who I was friends with freshman year who was a, a big mega Christian and and by that also listened to like like Under Oath and like Warp Tour music and like Hawthorne Heights and stuff. Right. But decided to like hang out with the, the kids that partied and, and everything. I, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like to be cool, you have to have crossover. Well, then and then she I, she kind of became an asshole by senior year. And, well. But she was like she was still like OK to me. Right. You know. But you know what I mean? You have to have sort of crossover between yeah. these groups of people. So like you if got, you ha- if you can if you can walk up to the preps and be like, "What's up?" and not have them all stare at you. Like yeah. that's good crossover. And I, I definitely had people like that where like I could kind of go into that group if I needed to or wanted to or if I was just friends with them, whatever. There was a Let's keep it short. Why do people like Sakamoto Desuga des, Desuga. It's really funny. Cause it's funny. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like the f- the funniest anime I've seen thus far, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think I think anyone can dig the humor, and it's it's genuinely uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's a good ride, you know. Like, I'm I'm curious if there's a there's got to be an English dub of it. I I would just be curious yeah, as to hear is. what the uh, the American like the English performers would would sort of sound like. Why do you think people like? Oh, because it's funny. Sakamoto, don't you know who the fuck I am? Don't you know who the fuck I am? I'm Sakamoto. Bitch! Exclamation. Um, 
Yeah, I mean that does it. You it know, was heartwarming. It was very yeah. The la- the 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 true last episode, episode twelve, had a very heartwarming ending, which made Julie cry. You know and why? Cry and cry because you wanted pie. No, because pie. because I sort of had that experience as a kid. Where like your whole other. class is like crying and saying goodbye to you and you're uh, like leaving and you're like never going to see them. There's also a cute moment. So they're all throwing pies at each other, whipped cream pies, trying to get Sakamoto. And he takes one with him. You don't see him do it. But once he gets to the gate, he's covered in whipped cream pie. You you know he's hiding his tears. Yeah. <laughs> and he says he says the line. Don't you know? Haven't you heard? Haven't you heard? I'm I'm gonna keep referring it to it as "Don't you know?" I'm Sakamoto. Don't you know? Even though it's not what it's called. It's called "Haven't you heard?" Thank you for listening to "Why Do People Like Anime This Week." <laughs> so formal. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. I guess next time is my pick. I'm sort of uh, I'm considering something that isn't quite an anime. What? What does that mean? It, it is an anime, but it's not quite an anime. Um, so we'll see if I watch it or if I go with something else. Yeah, it's always last minute. Well, no, it's not last minute, but I. It's all like spur of the moment. No, <laughs> I have a i i don't I don't listen just because I don't have a list on every streaming service we have of things to remember. Doesn't mean I don't have like a, a mental list of things i want to hit what you want to watch yeah now i'm very curious about what what we're watching next oh so am i <laughs> all right thank you for listening uh love you all follow us on instagram at why do people like anime and let us know what you want us to watch next maybe um, we'll watch it maybe we'll watch it thanks thank john you. Thank, thank you thanks julie thank you thanks a lot thank you drive safe thank you